We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who has done 97 episodes with me because you missed three of them, you lazy bastard. Where were you? It's Chris. Hello everybody. Wow, that was harsh. (laughs) I'm bringing you to task, man. I'm in. I'm just doing 100 episodes. Well, for you. It's only 97 for me. I'm not celebrating this episode. It's nothing to me. It's not even a, It's not my 100th. When you reach 103, I'm going to dive in with my 100th celebration. Okay. That's when you'll get excited. Yeah. Well, I'm having a party. Okay. You've had your becks now. <laughs> <laughs> I've had me panda pops. <laughs> I'm satisfactorily inebriated. Inebriated? Inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Let's get into this. 2016. Been a bit shit, hasn't it, Chris? Yes. We're recording on the Wednesday. This is going out on the Sunday, the 1st of the new year. And yesterday, the news broke that Carrie Fisher sadly passed away. Add her to the ridiculously long list of talented and well-known personalities that we've lost this year. David Bowie, Prince, Alan Rickman, Kenny Baker who played R2-D2 in the Star Wars films, and Eric Burnsfield, who also played Admiral Ackbar in the Star Wars films as well. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. 2016, it's been a bit shitty, but I don't want to get you down. Some good things did happen, and i got a list, Chris, because I want to cheer you up. It's the 100th episode. I want to I wanna feel good, unless you like Batman v Superman, in which case this podcast might not be the best one for you because it's the best and worst films of this year and batman v superman might not fare so well so i have high hopes for it (laughs) number one baby good things that happened this year the olympics were on they were pretty good no i didn't watch any ah no i watched badminton briefly i watched britain lose (laughs) We, we won a bronze in badminton my personal highlight and if you've not watched it watch it the britain's women's hockey team won the gold medal in a ridiculously exciting game of hockey i know you tuned into a movie podcast (laughs) we're talking sports (laughs) but that was a good thing that happened andy murray won wimbledon good thing because he's a good bloke he's a bit grumpy but he's scottish what do you expect Uh, this has gone terribly (laughs) i'm trying to cheer Uh, you up are all the uh the good things i'm gonna be cheering us up sports related um i got one more okay if you put a pound on Leicester City to win the Premier League. Oh, it's, not... <laughs> you, it's the last sports one. You would have gotten back a nice check for £5,000. Did anybody actually make that bet, though? Yes. Oh. The bookies were crushed, oh, which is good. Tim Peaks safely made it back from space. That's not sports-related. No, it's not. That's true. Beavers were successfully reintroduced into Scotland, which is good, unless they turn into zombievers, which they won't, hopefully. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. The kakapo. Is it a... Is the that, fuck is that? <laughs> it's an animal. Imagine a frumpy-looking parrot. Uh, what does frumpy mean? Fat. Just say fat, then. That's less endangered now. We need more frumpy animals <laughs> roaming around. And last bit of good news to try and cheer everyone up. Malaria is on the decrease, which is great because malaria sucks. Has that good news, Chris, slightly cheered you up? Or would you 
prefer us to talk about films now. I think if we got into the awards, that would cheer me up more than okay. any of that news there. <laughs> Great. How does this episode work? How does our best and worst movies of 2016 work? Well, we have several awards. What are the name of the awards, Chris? Oh, they're the Chrissies. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeedy. And then we have the nominations. Brief discussion. Choose the winner. Yes. The winner will receive the uh, Covenant... Is that a correct word? I don't know. No, what? that's the name of the alien film that's coming out. Oh, I've not watched that trailer yet. No spoilers. Coveted. The, uh, <laughs> glorious. We could survive that award, which they'll never know they earned and means nothing to anyone. Yes. Unless you listen. Yes, uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. So while you're dishing out the Chrissies willy-nilly, I will be ranking the 15 new films that we watched and reviewed in this year. From worst to best. So let's get into it, Chris. Okay. With number 15. Don't say Batman vs Superman. Well, I did warn people that like Batman vs Superman. That cannot be the worst. That that they would be probably in for a kicking. However, number 15. In my opinion, the worst film that I watched this year is the sequel, Chris. To a beloved 90s sci-fi action film. I completely agree with you. The worst film of 2016 Independence Day Resurgence. Chris, would you like to give it a kicking first or shall I? Oh, oh, I'll kindly step in, good sir. Good. Would you like a baseball bat? No, I'm simply going to say... A sledgehammer. Independence Day Resurgence. What a steaming pile of shit it was. (laughs) Okay. It was a sequel that did not need to be made. The uh, return of the old actors did nothing to save it. The introduction of new actors destroyed it even further. (laughs) It is a stain on the movie industry this year. And uh, if I say any more, I'm going to get censored. Over to you. Okay. Yes, you're right, basically. The new actors, it's a Roland Emmerich film, and I have no idea what his obsession is with side characters that come in and pretend to try and be comic relief because they're not funny they're just annoying floyd i'm looking at you you annoying accountant government man he is the worst it's a mess there's just some random choices too many side characters you have the gold bloom use the gold bloom <laughs> he is your main character keep him up front and center you have the the lesser hemsworth He's fine, but he pisses on an alien spaceship and gives them the finger, and he's not atomized by these White House-destroying alien monsters. He's also in the worst scene of the worst film. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Trying to recreate the punch that Will Smith done in the first one. Oh, yes. That pissed me off to no end. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what we're saying, Chris... Give it a watch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this, not bad. This is, this is, <laughs> it's an okay film, yeah. No, it's, it's it's horrible. It is bad, but unfortunately I think I did say give it a watch when we reviewed it, so I have to say that again, otherwise someone's going to call me a... Um, a hypocrite. That's the word, yeah. Because some of the special effects are fine. It's worth one watch, which is more one than watch, yes. Fan Forstick uh, was. Um, it's not great at all. No, I agree. Number 14, Chris. Don't say it. Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. What? <laughs> really? Uh, last year, Sharknado 3 made it into the top 10, Chris. How absurd. 
This year, though, Sharknado The Fourth Awakens did not like at all. Too many Force Awakens references? No, it's not even that. The Sharknado franchise is known for being absurd and wacky and crazy. Meant to have lots of cameos in it. Sharknado 4 did. It's just they weren't very entertaining. It jumped the Sharknado. I didn't find it as funny. It's slightly dull in places, which a Sharknado film shouldn't be. It should be jam-packed with entertaining shark-related NATO munches. But it was missing something, and I can't put my finger on what. It's gone past its prime, hasn't it? it they've pushed it too far. Yeah, maybe they've used saying, up yeah. all their material on the previous films? I'm, I don't know. Yeah, they're scraping the barrel, aren't they? Yeah. They start making all the jokes about the... Uh, Oil nado, cow nado, lightning nado, which is just a normal storm. But you love a cow nado. I have a cow nado. A nado. A cow nado. You love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll let you have that one. You'll let me have it. Yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> right. Number thirteen, Chris. It was never getting out of the bottom three. Oh my lord. It's Batman v Superman. No. Dawn of Justice. Now. Have you had a change of heart or something? Because you didn't like this film when it came out. I didn't. However, I've um, I've watched scenes of it again. The best scenes, and, probably. Uh, just you know, different scenes, like the start of the uh, the fight between uh, the two uh, main heroes. You know, Wonder it's not Woman a spoiler to say Batman v, uh, v Superman contains yeah, a fight yeah. scene between <laughs> Batman and Superman. And I was, it, it's starting to grow me, like. Sam Smith's theme song for um, Spectre. Oh, yeah. Writings on the Wall. When I first heard it, I thought, you shit stirrer, this is crap. However, I've listened to it multiple times since then, and it has grown on me, and I prefer it to Skyfall now. So I'm giving this film a bit of a chance. I would have thought that film would have, uh, number 13 would have been Tarzan. Okay, right. So have you watched Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice the whole way through since you watched it at the cinema? Not yet. Okay. So let me remind you, Chris, of some of the the key scenes that put it into the number 13 spot. All right. Lex Luthor delivering a jar of piss into a Senate hearing. Good scene, yeah? What's wrong no. with that? What's wrong with that? It just shows he knows what he's doing. He By can urinate into a jar and seal it. Oh, great. I want, the, my Lex, I want my Lex to know how to do that. That's the skill I want in my supervillains. The Batman v Superman fight, the fight that gives the film its title, lasts about five minutes. Doomsday, shoehorned in, CGI cave troll goblin Doomsday, is just thrown in there. No sense. The rushed and ham-fisted introduction of the Justice League. Top-notch filmmaking will have Wonder Woman open up some email attachments. Although Wonder Woman's theme song is pretty badass. Yeah. And I'm, so's I'm, Batman. I'm going to counter some of these points in a minute. Yeah, but that that's why it's above Sharknado and Independence Day. It was the Batman to a jars filled of piss ratio that I had to take into account. <laughs> um, what else is banned? The choppy motivations of the characters. In the beginning of the film, it sets up, okay, Bruce Wayne doesn't like Superman because he destroyed half of metropolis that's your motivation and then the rest of the film the whole first and second act is then piling on more motivation to get them in a room to fight 
He doesn't like him because he destroyed a city. That's enough motivation. Punch him in the face. Get Zack Snyder off. Let Henry Cavill be the Superman we know he can be. Anyone interferes in the Ben Affleck solo Batman film, I will punch them in the face. I will fly to Hollywood and shake the producers of Warner Brothers and just go, leave him alone. Let him make an Argo film. Let him make a good film. You're getting more angry at this than you did Independence Day. Are you sure you've got these the right way around? Yes, only because Batman v Superman had more potential than an Independence Day 2. And I hate wasted potential, so I'm not angry. I'm just so angry at Warner Brothers! You're not angry, no. (laughs) Really? I I could never have told. Right, yep. Did you want to defend it, or do you want to hand out some Chrissies? Uh, The points I was going to use to defend, you sort of mentioned Batman. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Batman and the Wonder Woman awesome guitar shriek. And Wonder Woman as a character. I liked her. Yeah, I could have had more of her. I could have had more of Superman. We're going to get a lot more of her next year. Hopefully, in her own solo film, I would hope. Which is going to have a uh, Doomsday cameo. Fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) You weird cave troll. Right, first set of Chrissies, Chris. First award, the handily titled, uh, an easily sayable, I Thought You Died in the Last Movie Award. (laughs) The nominees are... The nominees... The Hoff from Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens, or Brent Spiner, our favourite scientist from Independence Day. No. We should explain this. The Hoff, if you've not seen Sharknado 3, The Hoff was stranded on the moon at the end of that film with no hope of being rescued. But in the opening credits to the first, uh, to the fourth film, he's rescued from the moon. And Brent Spiner was sort of strangled by an alien that was in his mind. Yeah. And shot a bit, maybe. But no, he's alive. No explanation. Who wins this award, Chris? Do you want to take a guess at who I've given it to? Or? Nope. It is Spiner. Okay. Brent Spiner, I should <laughs> uh, Reasons for choosing him? Well, it shows the Hoff being rescued. Spiner just goes into a coma and magically wakes up at the correct time. That was pretty magical. It was pretty good. <laughs> it gives no, like you said, no explanation as to why it goes into a coma, why it doesn't just kill him. Uh, how he didn't get hit by any of those bullets. But like I said, it shows the Hoff being rescued. So it's like, oh, okay, they've sort, they've given it a little bit of something, more than they did Spiner. Okay. So Spiner wins. And that's why I put Sharknado the Fourth Awakens ahead of Independence Day. <laughs> that attention to detail. Excellent work. Beautiful. Right, next award, Chris. Worst film of 2016. Well, the nominees, Independence Day 2. Only because I can't see anything worse than it. Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sharknado 4. Your top three. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. And we agree pre- on something. Pretty obvious which one it's going to go for. Yeah, it's Batman vs. In- Superman. <laughs> no, Independence Day 2. Okay, yeah. For all the reasons we said before. Yeah, pretty much. And more. <laughs> and, and more, you say? <laughs> so much more. Right, number 12 on the countdown. The Legend of Tarzan. Surprise, Sam Jackson? I didn't know he was in it. I knew he was in it because I've seen him in the trailers. Okay. I, I didn't see the trailers. Yeah, <laughs> That's how much attention I paid this film. If he's CGI at some points, Margot Robbie's not really given enough to do in it for my liking. And Tarzan makes me feel like less of a man 
He sleeps in a gym. He must do. He's so ripped. Really? Okay. <laughs> I'm so scrawny. <laughs> I was I was going to say that it's not a film that's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to spawn a sequel. It's not going to kick off a Tarzan movie franchise yeah. of continuous films. Yeah. It's a one-off. If there's another Tarzan film, it'll be another remake slash reboot. Mm. But sometimes a standalone film is good. But I not don't, this I don't time. want every film... No, every film must have a sequel. <laughs> Number 11 is a sequel. A prequel, sequel, sidequel, alternate oh, universe okay. Thing. It's X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, interesting choice. I thought that would have been higher up. Okay, Apocalypse as a villain, he's a credible threat, but they do not handle him well in this film. He's got an amazing power set, which he kind of displays, but he's overshadowed by Magneto. He's not terribly imposing he doesn't look imposing the film is a bit oh, it's a bit choppy if you didn't know much about x-men then some of the payoffs would have been like oh okay so why didn't she do that in the first place I'm talking phoenix just obliterating <laughs> uh, apocalypse um it's a little bit too messy for my liking to get it any higher yeah, what 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 do you think? What are your thoughts? I thought it would be a bit higher up. I can't remember much of the film though, <laughs> so uh, maybe I've I've forgotten key things. When you say X Men Apocalypse, I think of uh, Quicksilver and Pizza Dog. Yeah, you've given me an excuse to play Pizza Dog now, Chris. So thank you for reminding me of that. Take it away, Pizza Dog song. Pizza dog, pizza dog, pizza dog. I should really put it higher now for giving the world pizza <laughs> dog. So you got to take these things into consideration. That's I all I can remember from the film. And um, it's not even from the film. I sang I the whole song it. to you uh, on I the know. drive home. Yeah. That's why. Oh my days! But yeah, that Quicksilver scene is a is a show stealer. Yeah, uh, pretty good. But apart from that... You weren't into how he went. Oh. Wolverine was in it. That was good. Yeah. Again, brief. And he wasn't naked. No, he was clothed and had a uh, retainer thing over his face. Had he just been to a dentist? Orthodontist? <laughs> it looks like one of those yes, things. he went to the brain dentist. <laughs> right. Number 10, Sausage Party. Made it into the top 10. Animation's pretty good. It's a good idea for a film. I just said, not every film has to have a sequel. This was a good standalone film. I liked it. It's the, getting a sequel, though. It probably is, yeah. But, yeah, it's a good concept. I like bits of it. Uh, the humour is a bit too fart, poop, look, there's a willy. <laughs> it's right up my street. I love this so type of So it's right humor. up your street, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the food orgy at the end was a uh, a true uh, diamond for me. Bit crude for my liking, but, but yeah. I thought it might be, but I, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Uh, yeah, it was a film. And it's a number 10. <laughs> right, more right. Chrissies to hand out, Chris. Do you want to hand out the Worst Survivor of 2016? A new award. Okay, the nominees for Worst Survivor are none, because I don't <laughs> understand the award. What do you mean? It's very clear. <laughs> it's not. When you say Worst Survivor, it's either going to be somebody who survived uh, when they should have died, or somebody who died when they should have survived. And I do have a nominee... Because I've just thought of one. Oh, have you? It's Quicksilver. What? 
let me explain. What? When he's what? fighting Apocalypse, and he's um, you know running around, he's punching Apocalypse. Apocalypse, you know, matches his eyes to his running pattern and grabs him in the ground. He then goes up to Quicksilver, breaks his leg, and breaks his arm. He could have just killed him then. Why break the leg and arm? Just snap the neck. Done. That's one X-Men you haven't got to deal with now. One who was a potential threat to you, because prior to that, he was beating you up. Okay, with that logic then, we should give this award to Apocalypse. Because his whole deal, his whole shtick, is survival of the fittest. And we were just slagging off his powers. He can decapitate people with sand. Why didn't he do that in his final fight with the X-Men? His whole thing is, I'm evolving to be the strongest and the best, and he can't beat up a bunch of teenagers. What is up with that? I don't know. But I'm giving it to Quicksilver. My okay, award. Fine. And Quicksilver is the winner. Oh. For no reason other than he was the first character that popped into your head. No, it's... Uh, maybe, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've given a good answer as to why I've chosen him. Okay. I had uh, down on my notes as a prediction... Floyd, the accountant from (laughs) Independence Day. But no, (laughs) you want to put Quicksilver, one of the most likable characters in the X-Men universe, down. You do that. I have. (laughs) Quicksilver, it is yours, good sir. Enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, Another new award. Best cameo. The nominations. Princess Leia from Rogue One. Okay. Okay. The... uh, I have a death sentence, people. Again, Rogue, Rogue one. one. And Logan from X-Men. Okay. No oh. Stanley in there. No Stanley. Stanley being, in a strip club? Reason being. That's pretty awesome. I knew Stanley. I knew there was a good chance Stanley was going to appear as a cameo. Because bar Fantastic Four. Wait, has he appeared in any other X-Men film? He, I don't think he appeared in Apocalypse. No. Or the past couple of X-Men films. But it was a Marvel film, and I had a good feeling he was going to appear in it, so I was sort of ex- expecting it. Apocalypse uh, with Logan. I only watched one trailer of that, and that was the one trailer that didn't show him. So I had no idea he was going to cameo in it at all. Okay. So right up to the point where they had the cage and somebody said it's a wild animal, at that point I was like, oh shit, it's Logan, because uh. I did not know. So for me, he had a better cameo than Stanley, but it's between him, uh, Leia... And whatever the other one was, I said, I forgot. <laughs> oh, uh, I have a death sentence. Yeah. yeah. So you're judging this on surprise factor. Surprise nostalgia factor. Okay. The winner is Leia. Ah, okay. Yes. That's good. Carrie Fisher gets that award. The only reason, uh, the one I've chosen that is because I didn't think we was going to see anybody from the original trilogy in Rogue One. The most I thought we was going to see would be the Falcon, if anything. No, you wouldn't see that. Moff Tarkin know. we see, though. Yeah, but he's not a cameo. He's a, he is a part of yes, the film. Yeah, so not him. But Leia, it was a genuine surprise. Because even when they showed her from the back, I was like, oh, they're not going to show the face. And then they did. I was like, oh, it's even better. So, oh. yes, Leia. Okay, great. Uh, On with the countdown? Yes. Number nine is next, Chris. Uh, I really don't know what order you're doing this in. No, well, these these next couple of films, they're a bit... Uh, It was tricky, shall we say, to put them in an order alright you may not agree with this but number nine is Jason Bourne no yeah right no I don't agree <laughs> with that um yeah I don't have the same affinity with the Jason Bourne films as you do maybe because I've I've watched some of them but bits and bobs um it was a solid film with good action set pieces 
and shaky cam that didn't make me want to vomit, which is all I asked for in my shaky cam. If, <laughs> if you're going to do it, don't make me vomit. Uh, but the story, a little paint-by-numbers, the twist where the guy that's chasing Jason Bourne is the guy that killed his dad. Oh, I didn't like that. Slightly uninspired, yeah. isn't it? I'd quite happily go back and watch the other ones. I'd even be willing to watch a sequel to this uh, if they brought one out. Um, what about you? What were your thoughts on it? Has it grown on you since you last saw it? Has it waned? Have you forgotten? I've not seen anything from it since I last saw it. I don't have the DVD, but I will be getting it because I have the others, and including the uh, Jeremy Renner one. The Hawkeye solo film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I will get this one, and um, again, perhaps when I rewatch it, it'll, I'll, it'll be better. I always find when I rewatch a film for the second time, either in the cinema or at home, I always, if I liked it the first time around, I like it even better the second time round. Okay, number eight, Chris. Any ideas? Honestly, uh, yeah, actually, Suicide Squad. Ooh, the girl with all the gifts. Really? Yes, okay. British-made zombie film starring Gemma Arterton. Uh, I don't think this got much coverage from other podcasts and and media stuff because Mm. it was kind of low budget it's british so it's not a big blockbuster thing i don't know if it had a did it get released internationally it Uh, must have done but probably limited release i think look the story was intriguing i'm not a big zombie guy you yeah i am (laughs) you you are the biggest zombie guy you're like seven feet tall that's how big a zombie guy you are i enjoy a good zombie film i enjoy the bad ones as well (laughs) zombies (laughs) <laughs> for example um but yeah the, the story was solid the acting was great the ending confused and saddened me but in a good way because i think you were meant to kind of question the uh the choices that the young protagonist melanie was making throughout the films it's solid yeah but uh, i couldn't warrant putting it any higher in fact, maybe I could have put it in seventh because seventh is Suicide Squad. I was going to say it's the next one, Suicide Squad. It is, yeah. yeah. Is it because Batman's in Suicide Squad? Probably. If, that's if why, Batman that's why was in Girl with All the Gifts, then yes, probably. I think you could change those two around. I'm not going to because, okay. because the list is in print. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> the list is final. But. I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with you if you wanted to put Girl with All the Gifts higher. My only gripe is The Hungries is a stupid name and a dog probably dies in the film. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and I don't like dogs being eaten by zombies in my films. So, Well, you know, a yeah. cat definitely does die. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, definitely. She munches that mm. and a pigeon. Yeah. Bad Melanie. Yeah. Oh, damn, that you name is so hard. You still can't say it. <laughs> Try and say it one more time. Bad Melanie. Melon girl. Melon. Just call her Melon, whatever. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> yeah, number seven. Uh, I spoil it. It's Suicide Squad. Choppy. Blue laser beam. You like saying choppy, don't you? You're very, <laughs> you're very choppy critical I'm very chop happy only because Warner Brothers insists on chopping out huge chunks of its film and then going, it's okay. We'll stick them in the Blu-ray and then idiots that want more of this garbage will buy it. Wow, that was a hopes... shot at me, weren't it, you <laughs> it bastard? <was laughs> because you've you've got the extended edition of Batman v Superman? You've the, not uh, watched it yet. No, but it's the Ultimate Edition has a uh, an additional 30 minutes 
More than 30 minutes, it says, of footage. Brilliant. More scenes or an in-depth detail of how Lex Luthor opens the jar so he can piss in it. I, I look forward to that, that scene. I want to see a toilet scene with him just peeing in the jar. Uh, yeah, tons of the Joker stuff cut out. Jared Leto, not happy about that. Some of the character motivations were a bit off. I mean, Captain Boomerang, he should have gone. He should have had a drink and disappeared. And he could have come back from the sequel uh, when they arrest him or something. But no, he just comes back for no reason. Will Smith, he made the right choice in deciding to make this film instead of uh, Independence Day. So well done, Will. Uh, Also well done for keeping your children away from this film. (laughs) So good work. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the weird CG Incubus man. He was—he looked a bit weird. That was fun. I liked him. You liked him? Yeah, I liked Diablo as well when he went full fire. I'm going to yes. have to buy the uh, Blu-ray version of it now to get the extra footage. Oh, why? Stop encouraging Warner Brothers because they're just going to do this for every film. I'm also going to—I've got the normal version of Man of uh, Man of Steel, but I'm going to have to buy the Blu-ray version of that because my DC Universe collection is obviously going to have to be Blu-ray now. Oh. You're falling right into their trap, Chris. And I love it. <laughs> right, next awards. Okay. Oh, we're getting into some positive awards now. All right. Best character of 2016. Uh, Who did we like the most? Okay. Who would we have a drink with? A cup of tea. Because we are British and we love tea. And scones. Well, <laughs> well you do. <laughs> okay. The nominees, Harley Quinn. Interesting choice for T. <laughs> Batman. Right. And Newt Scamander. Ah. I've got down Deadpool as well. And I'm adding that to mine. <laughs> Did you forget about Deadpool? I forgot about Deadpool. <laughs> okay, interesting. Harley Quinn. Uh, nice to have a cup of tea with. Uh, the portrayal is pretty good. Uh, it's in spot on, according to the Harley Quinn creator. Yeah, um, she's a good part of an otherwise kind of mediocre film. Uh, Batman, I'm not sure how much of a conversation you get out of him over tea. And Batman, you'd have to disappear as well halfway through <laughs> to punch the Joker in the face. Uh, no, yeah. Newt Scamanga, I like that whole gang in the Fantastic Beasts. Uh, What's not to like crew. about them? I know. They're a good bunch. Yeah. And Deadpool, who you forgot, and I'm guessing isn't going to win because well, you forgot. Well, he's not going to win, no, because I forgot. Uh, go on, who's who's the winner, Chris? The winner, Batman. Uh-uh. I'm very excited for uh, the solo Batman film, and I thought Ben Affleck was great as Batman in this. He could arguably turn out to be one of the best on-screen live-action Batmen he's ever. Got to, he's got to reach those lofty heights of uh, Adam West. So. Oh, it's going to be difficult to surpass him, yes. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the better Batmen, uh, as long as he can curb his obsession with shooting people with massive guns. I think that would die down a lot in the standalone film. I think that's probably Zack Snyder was pushing him more towards killing. Yes, I think Zack Snyder actually really wants to make a Punisher film. Yeah, and he's like, fuck it, I'm just <laughs> going to take Batman and try it on this. Batman's going to be Punisher Ben now. Affleck saved it either way. 
Yes, even with his murderous <laughs> rampage, yeah, that was gun rage. Yeah, uh, moving on. Best survivor of 2016. Slightly less complicated and more self-explanatory than mm-hmm. worst survivor. <laughs> okay, I forgot the character's name, but it's the professor lady from the girl of all the gifts at the end of the film. Oh, okay. Uh, Gemma Arterton's character. That's it. Yeah. Idris Elba's character from Star Trek 3. Not okay. because he, d- he dies in the end, yeah. but before that, he survives for hundreds of years on a planet, absorbing the uh, the life force of other creatures and taking on their uh, physical traits and prolonging his life. Yes, yes. So I was, uh, I was impressed with that. And then there's Deadpool. Deadpool, yes. Who survives everything. <laughs> Initially, it's obviously cancer, and then it's just stabbed, shot, Beaten. Burnt. Yeah. Beaten. All that lot. Well, he does have the added effect of, of having a regenerative quality to him. Yeah. And so does Idris's elbows. I think, it, what's it called? Carl? No, it's not Carl. That's not a very scary name. I am Carl. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> That's terrible. Crawl. Crawl. I, think. I don't know. I know I, I like Carl the guy. Better. I like Carl. <laughs> Um, yeah, the only person that's not aided by space technology or mutations is Gemma Arterton's character. Yes. But what kind of a life is she leading? Because, spoilers for Girl with August, she's stuck in a cabin, and if she ever goes outside, she'll be turned into a zombie. In the book, she does go outside. She has a um, a suit that she wears when she leaves the... Uh... Yeah, I think you did say this, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. The award actually goes to her. Oh, okay, cool. Because like you said, Deadpool and Idris Elba's character have both had um, powers or alien machinery aiding them. Yeah. She um, was just lucky that that thing was there. Yeah. And she's uh, everybody else in the surrounding area would have changed when uh, Melangale set fire to uh, <laughs> you know, the seed tower that released all the spores. Yeah. Mm. So uh, she is surviving when nobody should have survived. Okay. So she wins best survivor. Yeah. But pure survivor yeah. as well. She's not got not any... Cheating survivor. Yes. Deadpool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. More counting down now, Chris. Number mm-hmm. six. Another comic book film. It is Doctor Strange. I thought you were going to say Civil War there and I was about to scream. Oh, you're going <laughs> to hit right. me. Okay, yeah. All right. Doctor Strange, yeah. These last six films I had trouble with because I enjoyed them all. Uh, Strange, it is your standard Marvel fare but with some good visual and some storytelling tweaks and twists. For example, they're doing the slow burn with Mordo turning into a villain in this story rather than just blowing their wad in the first film. So we're getting the slow turn with him, which is good because we've had a whole movie to have their friendship build up and then get torn down in later films, hopefully. The I've come to bargain with you, Dormammu scene pretty good that was enjoyable wasn't it i like it all the weird trippy doctor strange growing hands and falling into his eye thing. i felt a bit sick watching that scene <laughs> it's a good... I, I felt a bit queasy yeah it's a good thing we didn't watch it in 3d i look forward to having more strange in ragnarok when that rolls around number five. Ooh, it hurts me <laughs> it hurts me to pick from these but it's deadpool really yes I like wow. I said, these six, they could you could rearrange and shuffle them. You could put Deadpool number one. I wouldn't argue with you. 
I'd completely understand no, what I they would did. Argue that, but... <laughs> but what they did with the tiny budget is incredible to produce a film that made its money back like a thousand times over. Ryan Reynolds in it gives the performance of his lifetime because he really wants this to work and it's rare to see that much passion uh, going into uh, a superhero film because he's wanted this for so long and Deadpool is beloved by so many people that he puts his all into this performance. Saying that, the budget constraints are seen in some of the CG and the story does sometimes just a tiny little bit lag in some parts but it is hilarious and i'm sorry i had to put it number five i'm looking at the last four i think i know which top three you're gonna go for so go on is it are are you are you sort of getting into my mindset uh, now i'm pretty sure i know what four is gonna be okay care to hinder a guess is it star trek no holy shit it's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is at number really? four. Really? You're not a big Star Trek fan, though. This is so weird. I know. Well, that's that's a testament to... Uh, oh we'll, we'll get on to Star Trek wow. in a, in a okay. moment. Because I, I see I'm blowing your mind. This is uh, throwing everything else out of proportion now. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know what's going to... Oh, my God. I am a bigger Harry Potter fan than I am a Star Trek Trekkie. fan. A Trekkie. Yeah. Uh, but this is a good film. I loved all the characters. The monster creations or the beasts were all pretty solid. I love a Niffler. If you find a Niffler, I will buy it off you for a hundred galleons. Are they the ones that steal all the gold? Yes. That'd be the worst pet to have. It'd be the best pet because they'd come back with a pouch full of gold. They don't come back though. Have you seen how much trouble Newt had with his? (laughs) Yeah, maybe they are more trouble than they were. I should think so. Maybe a bow truckle. Get me out of prison. (laughs) Not that I'm in prison a lot, just in Monopoly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, yeah, I loved all of the films. Uh, Doctor Strange, Deadpool, and Fantastic Beasts. I'm going to have even more trouble with the top three. But before we get to that, Chris, best bad guy of 2016. Comes down to Vader, Credent. Okay, from Fantastic Beasts. That's right. Is it Zemo? Uh, Civil War. And Apocalypse. What? <laughs> what? He was a good bad guy. Oh, who wins? Uh, Vader. Okay, cool. Um, Vader obviously being the uh, Darth Vader. The, G- the, give him his full title. Uh, He's a Sith. He Darth earns Vader respect. Being one of the most recognisable symbols of evil portrayed in media. Yeah. He's not really the main antagonist in the film but which his is presence... why it's even more uh, impressive he has got this re- reward the coveted Chrissy oh yes indeedy I dare you to go to Darth Vader's castle and present him with the Chrissy <laughs> and look around the lava room and be like no you're burning this or something didn't you I was a bit hot out I got a bit sunburnt but you know about that <laughs> he would shove that Chrissy down your throat even though the Chrissy isn't an actual physical trophy what do you think would happen if you push some of those buttons on the front of his chest they must do something. Or they, they do, just yeah. There's a canon comic where Vader pisses off or he threatens to kill an Imperial guy. And unfortunately, uh, for Vader at least, the guy has a button, a remote control, that shuts off his suit, which is probably to do with all the buttons. On oh, the thing. my God. Uh, only for a few seconds, though, because Vader then uses the Force to animate the suit and then he murders that uh, Imperial officer guy. So... 
and then takes the control and turns his suit back on. So they do do something. Just I was just thinking if you kill him quick <laughs> if you're going to challenge Vader. I was thinking what happened if you run up to it and you just like mashed all the buttons at once, like run your hand across it and just, I don't know maybe his left hand like shoots up in the air and his head falls off. Probably. Cool. <laughs> I would have a button that makes Darth Vader's head pop off. Definitely. Now, the most coveted and prestigious Chrissy Award, Chris. <laughs> That's fun to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, creative movie death of 2016. Ah, okay. We have three nominations. Nomination number one. Sausage Party. The first human that dies that somehow accidentally beheads himself with that massive axe <laughs> hanging over the bit in his kitchen. Yeah. Second, Deadpool. The motorcyclist that comes off and hits the sign over the freeway and explodes. Good. <laughs> and then Sausage Party again. The man that has all the Mentos and Coke poured into his head and then blows up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that one. I enjoyed those. Yes. But which one did you enjoy the most? The most. It's a good question, because I really struggled with this. In terms of uh, creative, you'd lean towards Sausage Party. But in terms of blood and gore, Deadpool. But ultimately, it goes to Sausage Party for the guy getting his head chopped off with an axe. Oh, I would have gone for the Mentos guy. Would you really? Yes, just from the description. The problem with the Mentos guy is they planned to do that to him. The axe one was a complete accident. You have an axe hanging over the bit you walk into your kitchen with. <laughs> well, it's a display axe. See, with the thing, the Mentos thing, it is planned. So one of the characters went, I know what we can do. What would be really cool? Uh, two of them did sacrifice themselves for it to yeah, happen, Yeah, the, the Mentos and the, and the Coke bottle. So yeah. I'd give it to that one. But You're not in charge, though. <laughs> I'm not in charge of the Christie's. But, yeah, from the way you described it, Mentos, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it is most creative, isn't it? So, fine. If you want to give the most creative death to an accident, accident. Oh, I love what you did oh. there. That's terrible. Uh, number three. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on right. from terrible puns. Uh, I'm looking at the last three. I think I know what one is, and I really don't know how you're doing two or three. I think I know how you've done two and three. Okay. Well, I might shock you. Number three. Rogue One. Holy shit. A Star Wars story. I had that as one, but all right. Okay, well, the thing is, I really do enjoy it. The ending's a bit of a downer, but it's meant to be. And there's that little bit at the end with Leia going, they've given us hope we can we can strike back and give the Emperor a good hiding or whatever it is. Until the Empire then strikes back in the next film. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, there are some bits missing from the film that you can there's youtube analysis of like people going oh the tie fighter and stuff like that so there are bits missing i did enjoy the characters some of the arcs that were given to them were slightly weaker and i didn't get enough time with some of them but yeah the dynamic was good and i really do enjoy the film and i love star wars more than i love star trek but star trek is at number two the characters maybe it's because they've been together for three films now the chemistry is better i like the dialogue they bounce off of each other a bit better bones and spock should get their own sitcom <laughs> for goodness sake <laughs> they're the best part of it yeah. uh idris elba is a credible threat it's an all-round good film i, I it's, it's just good yeah it's i, I enjoyed it what do you thoughts 
I think I preferred Rogue One to Star Trek. Is that because you've seen it more recently? No, I'm just a, I'm more of an overall Star Wars fan than Star Trek. And I really like Rogue One. And uh, it's the Vader scene. It's the second Vader scene that does it. It just steals yeah, the show it's, for it's, me. I don't know. It's too I've brief. Got, I got Star Trek at home. I got it for Christmas. I've not watched it since. Because I've seen Star Wars twice. Star Trek just once. Maybe when I watch it a second time, I'll go, Oh, shit, Rogue One's crap. No, you won't think that. Won't it's think not that, like... I might think, okay, this is better. Really, we've done this show too soon. I need to go watch these other films first. Stop recording. Just stop. <laughs> well, we've had a year for some of these films to sink in. Rogue One and Fantastic Beasts have come out more recently. So we've had less time to digest them. Okay. But you know what? Star Trek... Yeah, I'm not a Trekkie. I won't go back and watch any of the old TV series or the old Traitor. films. <laughs> unless I've got to do a podcast about them. But objectively... I like. I like it. It, it was. It was more fun. It was more of a romp. But that's not to say one of them is better than the other. Even well, though it that's is because exactly you're making you're exactly what you're doing. I don't care. I love Star Wars, but objectively, in my eyes, Star Trek was better. But you know what? Better than every single one of the films that we have talked about. Captain America: Civil War, also known as Avengers Three. It had everything. <laughs> Minus. <It> ha- <laughs> The deck was stacked against every other film. The only way it could have been even better is if Wolverine was in it. Because it had Spider-Man, Iron Man, Captain America, all your favourite Avengers. It had Vision in a Jumper. I beg to differ, dear sir. Vision in a Jumper. There was no Thor. Well, he's one of my favourite Avengers. Where was he? He was having a holiday. Then what you said just then was not true. You lied. Where is he on your Avengers ranking? Probably two. No, three. One being... He's he's barely there, then. One being Captain America, two being Spider-Man. So it's got your favourite Avengers in it? Only has two of them, though. Shut the fuck up. You like this film. You would have put it at one. Do you want to guess we've got best movie? (laughs) What got best movie? Best movie of 2016. The nominees are your top three. Obviously, plus I fanta- have good taste. Plus Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Which is number four, so... So, you're top four. Can you guess who won? Just tell me. That's the point. <laughs> At the Oscars, they don't go to the audience. <laughs> Can you Can guess? Can you guess? <laughs> uh, no, the winner was Civil War. Okay. It's the airport scene. Why were you arguing with me then? I was surprised at your choice, that's all. You were surprised that we agreed. Had Vader in Rogue One had a five-minute murdering scene where he destroyed the entire base on Yavin, it would have won. That would have messed up the entire continuity. I don't give a shit. So. <laughs> but in comes um, Civil War. It's Bring great. It up. Yeah, all right. It's got everything. It's a great film. I can't floor it. Or can I? Try No it. Hulk. <laughs> no Thor. Your third favorite Avenger. I know. I wanted more Spider-Man. I don't give a shit if the f- it was a Captain America film. I wanted it to be a Spider-Man film. Well, Spider-Man, I told you this before we started recording, Spider-Man has more lines in his 10 minutes in Civil War than Superman does in an entire film where he's the main character. Do you know what I um, only found out the other day in Civil War? Because I completely blanked over the reason. You know his um, Spider-Man's eyepieces open and close? I didn't really pay any attention to it. You didn't pay any attention to the film? I only just realised as to why they do that. (laughs) It's so he can focus better. Yeah. Because his spider sense. (laughs) Nope. It's the best film of 2016. 
Civil War takes it, yeah. Obviously, next year, it's going to be episode eight of Star Wars. Well, we'll see. No, it, it is. It is. I'm in charge. I've already given it the best award of 2017. Well, if you've got thoughts on the Chrissies or how we've ranked them, whether you agree or disagree, let us know by emailing us where... At we could survive that at gmail.com. And you can tweet us. At we could survive. Excellent. Next week, we'll be back for probably. If we can fit it in. Watership Down is a very sad and emotional story about rabbits on a dangerous journey. Uh, the author of Watership Down recently died, died I know. Is yep. that why you brought it up? Uh, to make yes. us sad again? Yes. This was meant to be an uplifting 100th episode. Death is everywhere. Next week, Chris, we're probably going to do Assassin's Creed. If I can be bothered, I have no vested interest in Assassin's Creed. I know you do, I. but I don't give a shit about what you think. <laughs> I... Batman v Superman, the best film! One of the people I work <laughs> with had started to watch it online. Oh, don't do that. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that. They stopped watching it because the quality was piss poor, but from what they saw, they said it was really good. And I only watch about 20 minutes of it. I don't trust any of your friends at work's judgment. Colleague. Colleagues. No, not friends. Colleague. <laughs> They'll be delighted to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, now that I've got Chris in trouble with his colleagues. Oh, my God. <laughs> at work. Yeah, that's it. Have a good 2017, because this is out on the first day of 2017. It Maybe is. It's a happy new year. Yes. Maybe we'll be the first. bit my tongue when I said that. Oh, my God. It's not a good new year. <laughs> this is an omen. 2017 is going to suck. Oh. Oh, that really hurt. Yeah. Hopefully, this will be the first podcast out in 2017. Are you going to release it a minute after midnight? No, you know you're what? not. <laughs> you know what? I might do that. Stay tuned, everyone. I'll see you next week or next year. Chris, end the show. <laughs> Okay. Without mentioning any more deaths of famous Whoa, people. All right, all right, all right. Okay, well, anyways, you have been listening to We Could Survive That, your yearly survival guide to the movies. Thank you for joining us for 2016. Can we really do this once a year? Yes, we can. <laughs> Just one podcast for one yeah. year. Think of all the editing I would save on. I'd have so much time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you stop recording. <laughs> Shit. Okay, Chris's mic just cut out. I can't be asked to plug it in. He usually says keep on surviving. I'm not sure at what point your mic stopped. <laughs> I'll leave this in. Save me on editing. Shout goodbye from there. Goodbye. That might have picked up. Bye. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> Great. <laughs>